Do you love sports? You're in the right place. This is the Game On Podcast with your host, Christian Jones. All right, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Game On Podcast, hosted by Brownfield News and Brownfield Online. Today, we are introducing a brand new crew member to Brownfield News. He is a West Texas native, as well as a retired high school football player, uh, Brian Moran. Brian, how you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing fine, you know. It's It's been awesome being here in Brownfield, you know. Uh, you know, just meeting all these people out here. They've just been so kind, been amazing, and have been very, very welcoming here. So, you know, I'm excited to continue covering. Right now I am covering news, uh, but I will be dabbling on covering a bit of sports for Wellman Union, and I'm excited to excited to get to meet those people. We're actually going over there for for a camp just to introduce myself and just meet everybody out there so I can cover. Yeah, we are going to a camp later today over in Wellman Union. Uh, we're actually going to a volleyball camp, a basketball camp, and a boys' basketball camp later today. We're gonna gonna spend pretty much the whole day over in Wellman, um, so that Brian can actually go and meet those people. Because, like he said previously, he will be dabbling in sports for Wellman Union. Right mm-hmm. now, he is just covering news, but he will be uh, covering Wellman a little bit sports-wise uh, this coming August and uh, this coming fall. And I'm sure you're excited to see the athletic roster down there and meet everybody as the kids in the facilities. Oh yeah, man! I'm I'm just excited to see how how these kids progress throughout the throughout the season. You know, it's always it's always excited to see exciting to see these kids. You know, having to learn. You know, get that confidence up. You know, game by game. You know, that's and that's how how high school sports should be. You know, building up your confidence every game, every practice. So. I'm excited to see what these kids got, you know, and, and see how much effort they put into the game. And then even past that, you have covered a little bit of news here uh, for Brownfield News. Uh, you've covered Brownfield for about a month and a half now. How do you how are you feeling about Brownfield so far? Oh, I mean, it's awesome, man. I mean, having uh, getting to talk to all these people, you know, like Scott Jackson, Judge Butch Wagner, and all the people over there at the White House Parker, the 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 farmhouse vineyard. Katie I mean, Jane. Katie Jane. I mean, they're all amazing over there. You know, they're so welcoming. And you know, they're amazing to talk to. I mean, for for reporters like us, it's the, they can talk. So oh yeah, and I love it. Katie uh, Jane Seaton and Cassidy Reynolds. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. make our they make our lives a whole lot easier when they're talking on talking to us. So you know, and you know, with all these people around the around the community, you know, they've you know get they've come up with festivals like you know like the July first event. You know that one was really good. You know we were there having fun, and. I just didn't know Brownfield, you know, could could bring festivals like that. So um, yeah, the July first event was really fun. Mm-hmm. That was a large gathering that uh, ended up going really well for the Fourth of July. Oh yeah, for a fact. And I mean, like I I didn't know Brownfield could do all of this stuff. You know, I'm from shallow water, so I mean, I I'm we're not used to getting all these all these festivals coming into our town, but but these these people in the community it's just nice to see how you know they come in together and unite just to you know for one objective and it's to bring nothing but you know happiness and enjoyment for for the whole community mm-hmm. boost the economy even a little oh bit. yeah just a little bit you mm-hmm. know and especially with that uh, that softball tournament that came to brownfield the uh Bay the babe ruth tournament. yeah that one was that crazy was a big event man. it was a hot it was a hot day that, man. Was, Those that was hot four days hot four days uh, hot man. four days that was yeah, you came and actually he came and helped me a little bit to cover that. Mm-hmm. You know, he came and he uh, did his part covering a couple of games that I couldn't get to, and uh, was a major help on those four days for me and uh, the family over here at Brownfield News. 
But transitioning into more of what we're going to talk about today, uh, Texas Tech. Texas Tech and their uh, three-way QB battle that we have going right now with yep. Tyler Shuck, uh, Smith, and Baron Morton. I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be a huge deal to see who gets named starter. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's also going to be huge to see first-year head coach Joy McGuire to see what he can bring to the table and see what he can do for these kids, see if he can get this program together. Because coaching is not – we both know coaching is not just, you know, the Jimmies and the Joes. It's oh, yeah, getting these sure. kids to, to follow you mm-hmm. and to believe in what you're trying to do. And that goes past even college football. I mean, even in the high school level. Uh, coach Aaron Flores, the AD and uh, head football coach and track coach over for Brownfield ISD. Oh, from I mean, what I've seen from Coach Flores, is he's been he's been going hard. Yeah, I mean he's, he's been building he's building a dynasty. He really is. I mean he has the sixth and eighth graders right now where that football camp, and they're straight up just they're going over the varsity schemes. Oh yeah, already. And that's, that's amazing to know that you know these seventh and eighth graders by the time they get into high school, you know they're going to know all the schemes. So if if Coach Flores needs to move one of those freshmen up, he can move them right up. You know, mm-hmm. that's just amazing to see what that he can be able to do that. Well, what he's doing is instead of instead of having to limit what he can do by knowledge of the player, mm-hmm. he's doing it by talent. So if you're talented and you you already know the schemes, so all that matters is if you're going to work hard and if you're talented enough to move up because it's not a matter of if you know it or not. Oh, you yeah. know it because he has he's instituted it early. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from what he said, he's trying to get that going for the rest of the way. I mean, he, he came here with a plan, and he's executing his plan with his coaching staff. And oh yeah, and I mean, he's bringing those those Cubs up. You know, he's I I won't be surprised if they win the district this 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 season. I mean, they're picked second in the district right now under Denver City, but I wouldn't be surprised if there is an upset. I wouldn't I really either, wouldn't because they're they're fully loaded. They're ready to go. Uh, they're heavily leaning. It seems like it seems like they're heavily leaning on uh, the performance of Austin Sinison, their middle linebacker on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a big key for them, as well as uh, some of their offensive guys like JJ, their quarterback. Um, but they're going in the right direction for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, you can lean on those guys, but you know, ultimately, it's going to take the whole team. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because um, if if one guy is slacking off and not doing his job, you know the whole team could fall apart. Oh, for sure. It's like a domino effect. You know, you can't, everybody's got to be, you know, in line, have to have the same objective. Because if y'all, everyone has different objectives, you know, it's just that team is not going to mesh together. And that's what you want. You want that chemistry. Oh, yeah. So once those kids get that chemistry, you know, they're going to be unstoppable. And the same goes for Wellman. I mean, you'll get to experience that going down there and watching Wellman play football as well as uh, their volleyball team. So that's going to be a lot of fun for you. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to cover them. But like we were saying, sorry, we got a little bit off topic. Uh, Texas Tech in the, their three-way quarterback battle, who do you think is going to be the starting quarterback, and even who would you like to see as a yeah. starting quarterback? So, honestly, what I think is going to happen is Joey McGuire is going to go with Tyler Shutt. Just because he's the oldest, you know, he came from Oregon. So he's a big talent, uh, or was, who knows. I don't – from what I've – from what we saw at the training uh, – the spring training camp, it just wasn't – this wasn't it. It but definitely wasn't wasn't butter in my biscuit. No, to no. see Tyler Shuck on the field, but at the same time, you know, it, it is a spring game. I guess yeah. we need to go ahead and give it its dues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not live action. Like, who do I want to go play as quarterback? I want Donovan Smith. I want Donovan Smith. He's just a dual threat quarterback. He can sling it. He can run it. 
he can do it all. You know, he and he did show glimpses on that in the bowl game from last year against Mississippi State. So he showed it, but at the same time, I mean, you and I watched the same performance at that spring game. Mm-hmm. I personally, with Donovan Smith, was not too impressed. I love him. I love him as an athlete. Uh, I think he's a great tool to have on that team. But watching him in the spring game, everything looked delayed. Mm-hmm. Everything looked slow. Everything looked confused. Uh, whereas Tyler Shuck, he's just not the talent that yeah. I want. But who I want to be a starting quarterback, Baron Morton from yeah. Eastland. Yeah, and I mean, Baron Morton, I mean, he's he's a good talent from what we saw at, at the spring game. Is that he, he was playing amazing. He was quick, fast with his reads. He was shifty, running around. And he's just finding people open. He was just giving the people, uh, the receivers, you know, a chance to catch the ball. And he did just that. And with big frames like you have over there, 6'4", 6'5", stuff like oh, that. When yeah. you're throwing to receivers with huge frames and a long reach, it's really easy to put that mm-hmm. ball in a catchable place. Especially yeah. with, like, their tight end, Baylor Cup. I mean, he was the number one tight end in the class of 2019. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I mean, we played against him. And that was that was just terrible to I mean, play. It, I let mean, me tell you, he was everything as advertised. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I swear to you he's gotten bigger since since then. Oh, he has to. <laughs> he has to. Have. I mean, he, he played for Brock, and he was who they leaned on heavily. Oh, yeah. I mean, in every facet of sure. the game, offense, <laughs> defense, blocking, catching. He did it he all did but throwing. but throw. Yeah. He did everything <laughs> but throw the ball. Uh, and same for uh, Eastland with Baron Morton. Oh, I mean, yeah. He was, he was a huge part of their offensive game plan. I mean, they ran everything through him. He was the quarterback over there. Uh, we played him his sophomore year, mm-hmm. and he was. I think he had a foot injury. Yeah, I think he's. I think if I'm correct, I think it was his left foot. I think it was just a, like a high ankle sprain from mm-hmm. what he, from what I think. But even then, his sophomore year with a foot injury, he still was everything mm-hmm. that you would think. Oh yeah, uh, for a and quarterback then, of that caliber. And his senior year, he went completely off. Like it was oh, crazy. Yeah. His he, senior year was nuts. No, he was good. He, I mean, he's good, and he's. From what I've been seeing, he's just been improving. You know, even at Tech, he's been improving even more. And for for Joey McGuire to put him in the mix of Tyler Shutt and Donovan Smith, it just says a lot. Because I mean, he's doing some damage in there. He's he's knocking heads, you know. And he's not the biggest guy. No, I mean, he's the smallest of the three quarterbacks. Because mm-hmm. I think I think Shuck is about six four, six five. Smith is about six five for sure. Yeah. And then you have uh, Morton, who's six two. Yeah. You know? And from from what you know, Joey McGuire was saying. I mean, regardless if Donovan Smith starts or not, we're going to see him on the field. Oh, he's going <laughs> to be in a goal line package. Oh yeah. I mean, and he's tall. He's massive for for a quarterback. He's massive. He's, he kind of reminds me of a, a shorter Big Ben. A oh shorter, yeah. faster Big Ben. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I mean, Big Ben <laughs> couldn't run, but uh, no, he couldn't. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who they go with. Um, I think either way, I don't know if you can necessarily go wrong. I don't think so either. I mean, I personally don't want Tyler Shudd just because, I mean, he's he's a pocket passer. And, I mean, nowadays quarterbacks, like, I mean, like you see it in the NFL, even in college, you know, you see these these quarterbacks nowadays have to have the ability to run. If not, you know, you're not going to be the best, the best one, uh, the best player on the team. And so um, unless you're really good, you know, your IQ level on the football field is amazing. You know, your your arm is amazing. I mean, that's the only way I see it if Tyler Shutt starts. So I, I personally want Donovan Smith just because he can do it all. And if need be, he can run out of the pocket, you know, get a quick 
five ten yards get it get a first down and you know just keep the just keep the series going you know what i mean well shot can do that too when I mean, he did that before he got hurt i mean he was doing it for a little bit but you could see you could see him you know just, just because throwing picks. just because he <laughs> ran like a gazelle doesn't mean that he can't do it hey i'm nothing i'm not against that i'm a tom brady fan he can barely he can barely run you know i have nothing against that i just i think the way tyler shut um it's just this his decision making is what what just what I don't like about it because he one you know one series he'll be playing godlike just throwing throwing dots everywhere around the field next series two picks <laughs> well that's football <laughs> yeah I mean momentum switches that's football yeah but I mean you know good quarterbacks don't don't do that no they don't I don't know I, like I said I don't think you can go wrong I think the safe option is definitely shuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you're a little, if you're trying to live life on the edge, you go Donovan Smith, and if you're curious in your li- in your life decisions, you yeah. go Baron Morton. And I mean, I won't be surprised if all three of them end up playing this. Oh, they'll all play around. Yeah, they will all play somewhere. What I'm thinking, I, I really think Tyler Shutt's going to end up starting for the for the beginning of the season, and then you know they might transition to to Baron or Donovan. I think I think you're right. I think for the beginning against Murray State, I do think that uh, as John, our our boss, likes to say, it's a yeah. big game against Murray State. Our know? boss over here uh, at Brownfield News, John Kirby, likes to give us some grief about playing Murray State as our season opener. Yeah, but he, uh, he's a Notre Dame fan, so you, you can see why he gives us crap about that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I do think for the, the Murray State game, they will start Shuck, but. I don't think he'll be in log. I think he's going to be in maybe the first quarter. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if they pull him before that and they put in Donovan Smith or Baron Morton. And then from there on out, I really do think if we're winning, you know, hopefully if hopefully. we're winning, uh, we'll, <laughs> see, God. we'll see quarterback switches throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And, I mean, especially for the Murray State game, I mean, if we're if we're up, up ahead, you know, we'll definitely get a couple people in there, so. Oh yeah, we're gonna see a whole, a whole tribute of quarterbacks in there in that Murray State game if mm-hmm. we're ahead. But going into the Texas Tech stuff, I, I think this is much more than just who we pick at quarterback right now. Oh yeah, I mean a lot of this, like I, I mean, say, Joey McGuire <clears throat> hadn't been a head coach in college. Yeah, at all. Mm-hmm, for sure, and I mean even on top of that, I mean these quarterbacks have to have the ability to lead lead their team. Oh facts. Have to make sure that make make the team know that you know. I got them. Mm-hmm. You know, I got them. Just follow me. I'm going to lead you. Yeah, like when times get tough, they got to know oh, yeah. that the quarterback is going to be there to pick up everybody. Because, I mean, you can be an amazing quarterback. You can be, you know, Patrick Mahomes-esque and not be able to lead, and that team will not see the kind of success that Patrick Mahomes has seen. Yeah, it just won't prosper. No. It just won't. I mean, the quarterbacks have to be able to lead their team in any situation. You know, fourth quarter, you're down by, you know, three – you got to drive down the field and you got to get that field goal or a touchdown. Oh yeah, for sure. But what I like I said, I'm curious to see if Joey McGuire can lead the team just as well. Oh yeah, and I mean he's only been a high school coach here in West Texas and I mean I mean I hopefully hopefully he can do the job. I mean in high school he was great. He was a good coach, you know, he came up with some good schemes. And uh I mean the one thing I've liked about him is that he's recruiting outside of his backfield. You know, he's getting people all over all over the West Texas area. I love his energy. Oh, yeah. His energy is... He's happy. He's, it's unmatched. No, for Every sure. Every time he gets in front of a podium, it just seems like he's ready to just explode. And I mean, that's what... I think that's what Texas Tech has needed. 
you know, especially like for a football. stick of dynamite. Yeah, just a stick of dynamite to lead the way, you know. And I think that's a big part of his leadership. I think that's one of his leadership uh, attributes mm-hmm. is the fact that he's he's ready to get up there and just give all his energy to everybody. Yeah. And I mean, that's at least how it seems. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the, the pretty picture he's painting in front of the media. And, I mean, it's crazy because I haven't seen this seen this from someone since, you know, Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously, he wasn't the best, but, you know, we were all excited to get him when it first happened. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury is just a different kind of coach. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just it was just a different a different atmosphere with him. With him, it was it was different. He just didn't – he didn't recruit as well. No, he – he was bad at recruiting. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he's come on record and said he didn't enjoy recruiting. Yeah. But, I mean, with, with McGuire, with Joey, I think it's going to be it's gonna be either a great year or it's going to be terrible. Um, yeah. I don't think there's going to be any in between. No. I think we're going to have a mixed record. I think we're going to have a great record or we're going to be, you know, down bad with a losing record. Yeah, well... I'm praying we're we're on the good side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that first game against Murray State, we we joke about it just being Murray State, but it's mm-hmm. going to tell us a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. You I know, mean, it'll tell us how, how this offense is working, you know, how the defense is doing. Because, I mean, I mean, Tech is historically bad at having bad defenses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember a year where our defense was actually where I could confidently say, oh, wow. This defense, they're good. Oh, yeah. I haven't said that in a I while. I mean, I've always seen this. You know, they they always do amazing in the first half, and then the second half, you know, they forget how to play football. <laughs> well, that's Cliff Kingsbury-esque, too. Yeah. I mean, he even did that with the Cardinals this, mm-hmm. this past year. I still don't know how he made it to the NFL. <laughs> I don't know. But that's actually all the time we have today. Uh, thank you all for listening to the Game On Podcast with Brownfoot News and Brownfoot Online. Uh, Brian Moran. Yeah, I mean, um, it's happy. I'm I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm glad to I'm glad to get to know all these people. And I, you know, I'm, if there's anything we can do for y'all, you know, feel free to let us know. If you want us to talk about anything, you know, let us know. We'll we'll go ahead and talk about it in the next podcast. So, y'all guys have a great day. All right, guys, thank y'all once again. Thank y'all for listening to the Game On podcast of Brownfield News and Brownfield Online. This is your host Christian Jones signing off. <laughs>